I want to spend just a moment encouraging you to consider my new book. It's been out a year now called From Broken to Beloved. I just want to mention it because there are a number of things that I write there about the generosity of God, how much wonder He has placed inside of us that I think that could encourage your heart. So if you have read it, thank you. If you haven't, maybe consider it because often I find in times that are stressful, in times that are difficult, we need an encouraging word. And that's, that's at the heart of why I wrote From Broken to Beloved. So consider it, maybe consider it for someone else. Let me say a word of prayer. Father, we're here in the name of our Lord Jesus and asking that the ministry of the Holy Spirit will guide and direct our time. We need you. We're desperate for you. We were made to be in intimacy with you. Lord, in the midst of all the busyness of our lives, all the challenges that we face, all the trials that are in front of us, may we take the time to stop, to pause, and to recognize that you are with us and that you are for us. We ask all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, one of the things that I have tried to do on this podcast is to call us back again and again to a healthy understanding of the Father and His love and His generosity. One of the reasons this is important is because I myself need to go back to it. I was raised in an environment where God was created uh, in my mind as someone harsh. I used to be frightened to even think about God. I remember once I was a young teenager walking into the house. My mother was watching a Billy Graham crusade on television, and I heard him mentioning God, and it frightened me so much. I, I went to my bedroom and did something else. I didn't want to hear about God because the portrait of God that had been, if you will, painted on my heart was of someone harsh and capricious. Maybe part of that was because there was such an emphasis on hell. I remember hearing as a young boy a sermon on the great white throne judgment. And it seemed to be this, this unbelievable picture of a God who was so anxious to harm, to punish. Also stories in the scripture like the bears that come out and consume the young children. And of course, the idea that God is a judge and that as a judge, it is his desire to pour punishment down upon us. And all of those images were part of creating a fear of God and a picture of God as someone to avoid. Yes, when I came to understand Jesus, there was a comfort there. And certainly the ministry of the Holy Spirit that touched the edges of my heart and brought in a sense of love. But it was almost as if there's a trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And the Father's in the background with a bit of a scowl on his face. And Jesus is in the foreground looking at us with tender and compassion and wanting to surround us by the comfort of the Holy Spirit. Well, I want to say that if we really look at so many of the teachings that are in Scripture, 
we see something completely different about our Father. I've talked to you before about the blessing that comes in number six and how the Father wants his face to shine on us and give us peace and he's turned toward us. And, and of course, the psalmist who talks about that his love endures forever. But today I want to talk about, for just a few minutes, the longing of God. The longing of God. Have you ever longed for something or somewhere or something? As I was preparing my thoughts around this, I, I actually started to think about when I first went away to college. I grew up in a little town. It was a wonderful place to grow up, Finleyville, Pennsylvania. I had great buddies, great friends. And at one level, I couldn't wait to get out of town, get, wait to get away from my parents. And I went away to Geneva College, and in the first couple weeks, not knowing anyone, I, I was homesick. I thought about going back home, transferring to a local community college, maybe give up on college altogether. And this longing inside was a deep feeling that wouldn't go away. As a matter of fact, whenever I have felt that feeling of homesickness, whether it's for my children or for my wife, when I've been away on a trip, I didn't even want to eat, if you will, because my mind was always preoccupied on what it is that I was wanting. The idea of longing, it includes, if you will, a feeling, maybe a dream, a desire, a vision, and it's somewhat all-consuming. Now, I mention all that to talk about two very specific scriptures. And the first one, it comes in Isaiah chapter 30. And it says in the scripture in verse 18, God longs to be gracious to you and to rise up to show you compassion. Did you hear that? God longs to be gracious to you and rise up and show you compassion. If you're like me and you have these images of God as being in the background with a foreboding look on his face, this cuts straight against that. The idea that it's God's feelings, God's dream, God's vision to pour grace out on you. The grace that's talked about all through the New Testament, the grace of Romans chapter 3, that he wants to give you a righteousness. And all you have to do is believe in Jesus Christ, that he longs to give you that kind of grace. In chapter 5, it talks about the fact that God through faith in Christ, gives us access to all of his grace, the generosity of all the good things that God has are part of his desire for us. Think about that. For you, he longs, he wants to, he dreams about, he feels this urge. He has a vision of pouring grace out on you. One of the beautiful pictures comes in 1 John chapter 3, the very first verse where it says that God wants to lavish his grace upon you. Just pour it out. Why? Because you're his child. 
And the part of what we need to do is to open our hearts to the generosity of God. Ask the Holy Spirit to help us set aside these pictures of God as being mean-spirited and foreboding and, if you will, capricious in the way he dispenses his good gifts, but instead see him as having love that goes into the heavens and a faithfulness that is high as the sky and that he longs to show this to you. And it also says in the same verse that he wants to rise up with compassion. Someone that is compassionate with you recognizes your difficulties, your trials, your weaknesses, your needs. And the Bible says that God, he doesn't sit back with compassion. He rises up to show compassion. It's so similar to that story where we see it in the story of the stoning of Stephen, where Jesus stands, he rises up in this time of need. And God wants us to know that. Which links us also to so many scriptures that talk about learning to wait patiently for God because he's coming, because he cares, because he has feelings for you. How this would change, I think, the degree to which we would turn to God in prayer that we would run to him knowing that because of Christ, we have open access. But it's not just that we have open access to God, but that his heart is open to us. I don't know what you're going through today, but I want you to think about that. God's heart is open to you. He has all these good gifts and he longs to give them to you. He has desire to give them a vision to give them, a dream to give them. Open your heart. See him rising. There's also a passage in the New Testament. It comes in the book of Matthew, chapter 23. And in this passage, it betrays, if you will, the longing of Jesus. It says this, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who kill the prophets and stone those sent to you, how often I have longed to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, but you were not willing. Again, this incredible picture of longing. Oh, we've all seen pictures of a hen and maybe it's raining and she extends her wings and her little chicks come under in order that they can be protected. And Jesus showing us the Father's heart in this moment says, that's, that's how I have wanted to be with you. I have longed to open my protective wings and have you run under. But there's a sense in this that the scripture is also saying we, we tend to run into so many other places to try to find comfort, compassion, care. And yet our Heavenly Father 
in the expanse of his love, is showing his heart. Think again of the feeling of longing. Think about your own experiences of longing. What have you longed for? And then multiply that infinitely in terms of God's desire and his longing for you. He longs to bring you into his care, his compassion. He's already prepared. If you think of the hen, he's not a hen whose wings her down as the chicks come running and they have to be convinced to open them up, but instead the wings are already extended for you today. Come under his wings. Oh, how we need the Holy Spirit to help us to in some way grasp this generosity that is the Father's. He is so good. All that he does is good. And the picture that we get of Scripture is a picture of a father who's chasing after you, who believes in you, who wants you, who longs for you. Think of that today. He longs to be gracious. He rises to show compassion. And like a mother hen, he welcomes you under the wings of his care.